0: Friends, welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. We're in a special series right now called Anya Summer 2021 on Mondays and Fridays. I love how much y'all love this series this year. Oh my gosh, it is so fun to hear from you. If you don't know what the Enneagram is, it's a personality typing system and a tool we love around here because of how it helps us know ourselves better and love our people better. It's just a tool, one of many that can help with personal growth, but one that we find really interesting and helpful. During summer, we talk with both a male and a female who identifies each type. These are my staff, my friends, or my friends of friends who are just normal people who found the Enneagram helpful for understanding themselves better. Of course, they don't represent everything about their number, nor do they represent every person who identifies as this number, but I think they all are doing a beautiful job of telling us about themselves and giving us an invitation into their lives. And what y'all are loving about this year, and I love too, is we're doing something a little different in any of summer 2021 than we did in 2019 or 2020, where we're focusing on where each type goes and stress and security. So if you've missed any of the ones that have already happened so far, eight, nines, ones, twos in the intro episode, go back and listen to those. There's one more thing I want to make sure you know about before we get into today's guests, and that's my sweet friend Alyssa Bethke's new book called Satisfied. You may remember meeting Alyssa and her husband, Jeff, way back in episode 56. And in our TSF Couples 2019, I want to make sure you know about her new book called Satisfied that is coming out soon. If you've ever found yourself focusing on what you don't have, I know I have a time or two. Well, Alyssa is a mom of three, a best-selling author, lives in Hawaii, and is married to Jeff, who's another best-selling author. And honestly, that seems like the dream life, right? But even with all of that, she wasn't content. Such an honest book. Uh, Satisfied is what it's called. Finding hope, joy, and contentment right where you are. Alyssa shares her journey in this book and helps you embrace and cultivate beauty. Whether you're facing a storm or walking through grief or feeling isolated or longing for community or simply facing the everyday mundane, know that you are not alone. Alyssa does such a beautiful job of showing us all the ways that we are enough and equipping us in a world full of contradicting messages that are constantly coming at us in a fight to be fulfilled. This book is full of relatable essays on overcoming issues like worry and body image and more. It's also got healthy recipes and beautiful cozy images that will bring beauty to your everyday. You can learn more and pre-order the book right now and get some free goodies from Alyssa at satisfiedbook.com. Again, that's satisfiedbook.com and now for our conversation with our Enneagram summer 2021 type threes emma and justin threes are also known as the achievers and performers i'm going to let them introduce themselves and then we're going to hear some thoughts about threes from one of our favorite enneagram experts suzanne stabile and after that justin and emma will give their responses and share more about how they experience the world as threes this is such a beautiful conversation about threes, y'all. Oh, I just I loved it. I love Emma and Justin, and I love having threes in my life. So here's our conversation with our Anya Summer 2021 type threes, Justin and Emma. Welcome to that sounds fun podcast. Welcome to Anya Summer 2021. Enneagram threes. Emma and Justin, how are you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm doing this good. How fun. you doing?
0: Okay, so y'all haven't met before. Correct. First time. Does that make you have any feelings about sitting down with someone you don't know to do this?
1: I don't have any feelings. I feel like she's a three, so like this is going to be great. I mean, <laughs> I feel like. You I know. liked
2: the way he responded in the email thread that we had going. Yeah. So I already oh. felt like I, if he didn't respond to any of Jenna's questions or communication, I think I would have already had a image of you or like a perspective on you. But you were really nice, like look forward to meeting you. So now I feel I feel good.
0: That is one of our favorite parts is watching what time people get here for the interview because every number is different and how long it takes to schedule the show, how quickly people respond. We always get that three on the calendar, though. That's right. Y'all did it. Let's introduce yourselves. So, Justin, will you go first? Just first name, married, single if you want, how many kids if you want and what your job is. So just as much about yourself as you want to tell.
1: Yeah, cool. So uh, my name is Justin. I am married for coming up on 15 years oh, wow. and, uh, on May 27th. And we have two kids, a 13-year-old son and a 10-year-old daughter. And I'm actually a campus pastor for yeah. um, the Franklin campus for Cross Point Church. So that's new. And like, that's a whole thing. I actually went to school to be a pharmacist. And I feel like the Lord kind of called me out of that into this role very recently. So um, yeah, that's 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 me.
0: You're the dream to become a campus pastor because you're such a well-respected elder. Mm. And so it just makes so much sense that someone we've trusted through some really wild times, good and bad, now gets to be our pastor too.
1: Man, so, that's so humbling. Thank you so much. I'm I appreciate I'm very thankful that. you're
0: the fat pastor.
2: Wow, thank you, Annie. Emma, who are you? Everybody knows. I know. So my name is Emma. I have worked here with Annie for a little while. Under a year. Yeah. It's coming up on a year. Yep. I actually work for Kelly, who is Annie's manager. So I'm on the management team. And recently you were
0: called my day to day manager, <laughs> yeah. which we love. Yes. Basically,
2: I handle all the details. Yeah. <laughs> and um, married. I got married almost a year ago as well, July 25th. Um, my husband's Eli. We have a dog named Riggins who we love. He's a golden retriever. <laughs> of course, I bring him up in the yeah. first <laughs> few minutes. And live here in Nashville. We bought a house last year, got married last year. So a lot of changes. I'm from Atlanta originally.
0: The Enneagram 2 that was on the show with us was a friend of y'all's. Yeah, one of Eli's best friends. Danny, he was awesome. Yeah, if people didn't get to hear the the 2 show, they should go back. Justin, how did you figure out you identified with being a 3?
1: Man, so, you know, I wasn't super familiar with the Enneagram. And then it just coming up in conversation, mm-hmm. and somebody sent me a, a test to take, and I took the test. And as I was reading the description number three, I was like, "Oh man, okay, really? Professor Enneagram, get really? out of my head!" You really? know what I mean? Like that is me. That is all me.
0: <gasps> what so, parts? What parts really stood
1: out? Oh my goodness! The, the motivations, the competitiveness, the um, wanting to have others' approval, wanting to be respected, and thought of as um, effective mm-hmm. and productive and like wanting to be the guy like all that I'm just reading it like ooh yeah that's <laughs> all me like there was no hesitation there was no nothing that i didn't connect it with it was
2: spot on oh yeah. spot
1: on <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so i was after that i was pretty intrigued like okay they're onto something with
0: were this. you proud or were you bothered or both
1: I wasn't proud or bothered. It was huh. more like, "Oh yeah, like I identify with that, right? Yeah. Like I like that language mm-hmm. describes me." So I don't know that I was necessarily proud. As I learned about Enneagram and being introduced to Enneagram, I felt like God had already been working on my. I don't know what the, was it? Maybe threeness? Sure, uh, threicity. I don't yeah. know what the correct <laughs> <Whoa>, word is. Whoa, <laughs> threicity!
0: Y'all should start a yeah. band. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: the, <laughs> so the Lord had already been working on that. So there were some things that I felt like. Um, I have been working through and working on and kind of getting through that, that puts language to.
0: Right. That, so. so you were already doing the emotional, mental health journey to getting healthier, and you were going, oh, some of this is exactly what I've been working on.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, wow. So that was super helpful with contextualizing not only where I am, but a lot of the stuff that I feel like I was already working on my heart for.
0: Yeah. Emma. Your journey to a three is very interesting. We thought Emma was about eight other numbers yeah. in, this, in this world. But talk about how you knew you identified as a three. I
2: think when I, similarly, when I first heard about the Enneagram, I think I just read through what the name, the title of each one was, and I saw two as a helper, and I have always loved to cook and bake, and and hospitality is really near and dear to my heart. So I think I thought, oh, I'm a helper. Yeah. And then I found out later, like, all Christian girls think they're a
3: helper. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: right. That's right. And so then when I read The Road Back to You and I, yeah, took the quiz and did all that, I remember reading the three, and I was—same, I was like, oh, no. Mm. This—it felt a little more, like, exposing. Like, I felt like this—I identify with this so much, but if someone reads this— they're going to know that's me. And it was almost like not totally ashamed for it, but I just don't think or ashamed of it. But I had never put some of those words. I never let even myself admit some of those things like that I get something from performing and achieving that there's like a high involved. And I was embarrassed about that. Like I thought that that was negative. But then I realized the more I was reading, I'm like, well, this is obviously a character trait I've been God's given me and that I have and it can't be all wrong, but at first it felt like it's wrong to get a high from or to get joy or whatever it is, satisfaction, fulfillment from having others think I'm awesome mm-hmm.
0: or cool. And both of you are in kind of ministry-centered jobs, if not quite, you know, you and I aren't pastoring here, Emma, but you but really like are. But like more public-facing type yeah. of roles. Yeah, how does your threeness, your thriacity how do you temper— the performance part when it comes to ministry? Or do you not? Do you just reframe it?
1: I think motivation is really important. Mm. Okay. The why behind what you do? The why behind what you do. Because, you know, as a three, you have this motivation to achieve, Mm -hmm. right? You have this motivation to be productive. And, um, you know, there's scripture about how James and John's mom came to Jesus and asked, (laughs) hey, like, I I want one of my sons to sit on your right hand, the other one to sit on your left. And Jesus didn't say that's a bad thing right? He's like, number one, you don't know what you're asking for. Number two, that's not mine to grant. Mm. And then he talks about if you want to be exalted, then you have to be humbled. And if you um, if you are proud, then you will be humbled, right? So like that scripture, it, number one, made me feel like, okay, it's okay to achieve, mm-hmm. right? Like it's okay to be productive. It's okay to do things for the kingdom. But if you want to do things for the kingdom, you got to get humbled, Like you have to humble yourself. So it actually provides the correct structure or the God's way of getting things done. Because as a three, I feel like, okay, I got it. I know what to do. Hey, don't worry, everybody. I got Mm -hmm. this and I'm ready to go forward headlong. But instead of leaning on my own ways, you know, I can go to scripture and say, okay, God, I've got to be humbled. And then in the humility is where He'll do the work to yeah. ascend to um use you to accomplish his goals, mm. which is what you want, right? So it's like And then
0: you still get the high. You
1: still get the <laughs> high. It's just counterintuitive than what you believe.
0: Yeah. So
1: I think scripture is so important for a three to be healthy because it will help you accomplish the thing that you want to accomplish. And it kind of affirms the fact that you're not—this is not a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the Lord intended for you to be productive. But if you want to be productive, you just got to do it my way, which is, I think, one of the, the reasons why I didn't feel shocked or feel, you know, some kind of way about being a three because I think that's a good thing. Like, the Lord loves all the numbers yeah. for all of the different reasons. And yeah. Like, that's, that's okay.
0: What do you think about that, Emma?
2: Doing less sometimes is— more. So, for example, I would want to be super productive and, like, physically change my atmosphere. Like, be prepared for the whatever I'm going to. Bring a cake to the party. Whatever Which that looks like. you literally brought a cake today. Right. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, my friends joke. They're like, you're always five to 10 minutes late to a party, but you're never empty handed. And that is the mm-hmm. most true way I can describe myself is I'm always prepared when I get there, but I I was being productive in that last 30 minute window where I should have just gotten in the car and been there early. But if I'm somewhere 10 minutes early, then I'm like, well, I could have been getting these other things done prior to get, you know, I, mm-hmm. I could have knocked those things out. So for me, I think the way that I can do ministry better and also just be a better friend is just don't bring, like, they're not always expecting something of you. You can just come and come as you are, but then be totally present with that person Mm. and love on them and not look at your phone and not multitask and do three things at once, but just, like, look at my sister on the FaceTime call instead of cooking while I'm talking to her (laughs) and taking, you know, Riggins out and doing all these things. My sister will be like, you folded a whole basket of laundry and cooked a whole (laughs) meal while we're on this call, and I could have just sat with her, you know? So it's those things that I'm learning that I want to be better at. But doing less for us is hard because we think that success and achievement is always involved with doing. Mm. So that's probably one of my bigger
0: struggles. Um, Let's listen to Suzanne describe an Enneagram three.
3: Threes are performers, meaning that they are put together in a way that they can absolutely turn themselves into whatever is required for the moment. It's a fascinating gift Mm -hmm. that is equal gift and equal problem. And they are disconnected from feelings, their own and other people's. They are long-term goal setters and short-term goal setters. And they set them and meet them. Mm. Very successfully. Yes. Yes. They measure their value by their accomplishments. Even though what they want is to be loved for who they are and not for what they do, they measure their value by what they do, and we sadly fall into the trap of doing the same thing. They think little mistakes are big failures. You know, I used to say, Annie, for a long time, I used to say, that nines are the number that are the easiest to take advantage of. And I still think that is true in many places. In Dallas, Texas, where I live my days, threes are the easiest number to take advantage of. People are all about success and moving forward and getting rid of everything that's old and doing it a new way and... and We use threes for that, and they're good at it, and they want to be respected and appreciated, so they give it to us, and it becomes a very difficult thing to get out of, I think. Threes are um, big-picture thinkers. They take shortcuts, and sometimes that costs them, but not often enough that they stop taking shortcuts. (laughs) That's right. And they are the best cheerleader you can have. Mm. You know, threes see themselves as successful if the person they're championing is successful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're really good about using the right language to get what they want, nuanced and just in the just the right way where the other eight numbers would make somebody angry and threes somehow get away with it. They are building the fabric. Of our country I think Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: and I'm very respectful of the side of them that is tender that wants to be known beneath the abilities you know they have gifts that are beneath their abilities and culturally we settle for the abilities
0: Y'all both took furious notes.
1: Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. She talked about a number of different things that were good. She said threes are disconnected from feelings. And that's something that I identify with a lot, especially growing up. Um, For me, you know, my parents put an emphasis on grades. So I made the best grades. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, grades is the thing. Okay, watch this. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. made Mm -hmm. the best grades. And there was, you know, they incentivized making good grades too. So Mm -hmm. you could best believe. So it was all about grades. So it was funny. Um, So I'm a second uh, born. I have an older brother, a younger brother and a younger sister. And I saw my brother make all the mistakes. And so I would watch that and say, okay, I get it. Like, that's how you mess up. Mm -hmm. And so I just avoided that and then poured myself into what it meant to achieve. And I did that. And, you know, I saw my brother have girlfriends and break up and, you know, have heartbreak and watch that affect his day. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'll just disconnect myself from that feeling Mm. so that I can just be focused on results. And, um, you know, she said that threes are easy to take advantage of.
0: Yeah. Had y'all ever heard that before?
1: I had not heard that before, but it could be so true. It resonates. Yeah. Absolutely. So the world values outcomes, right? Mm -hmm. So, as I'm achieving and being successful, like people applaud that, but they don't realize the disconnection from feelings that can occur in order to prioritize achievement. So that was really insightful. Wow. It's a little
0: brutal. Yeah. Mm. Emma, do you think Nashville is a three city? Like she thinks Dallas is a three city?
2: I think so. I mean, I feel like some of the artists I know and the performers I know are threes,
0: not all of them. Some
2: of them are more introspective and Mm -hmm. things like that. But the threes that I know, or some
0: of the artists I know are threes. Yeah. When we're trying to find guests, it feels like finding a male or female three is like shooting fish in a barrel here. (laughs) So it feels like there are a lot in our city. What do you think, Emma, based on what Suzanne was saying? I think I resonate too
2: with the disconnected from emotions and feelings. So my family dynamic is I grew up as one of eight kids five older brothers, one older sister, and one younger sister. So I'm the second to youngest. So definitely the one of the babies, if not, you know, like on that side of things. And um, one of my earliest memories, I don't know if I've ever told you this, Annie, yeah. but like literally this happened at our dinner table. Because there's 10 voices, if you count our parents, all trying to chat about their day. My parents, de- I mean, they were all about, if we're going to have this many kids, we're going to have order here. And there is going to be, you know, we are going to be that, perfect homeschool family who all the kids are well behaved. And so we were definitely like if we would get sent upstairs if we knocked over our glass of milk or something. Anyways, we would get 30 seconds or a minute around the dinner table one by one to tell, talk about our day and to share our stories. Uh So I think very quickly, I realized one, I can't talk to talk. Like, you know, people who they grew up just figure they women especially get to the end of their thought after a lot of Processing. Processing. Yeah. So I was never allowed to really do that. So one, I became very, very calculated, like in my head, literally. And I did this for years after that until kind of college. And I realized I do this. Um, but like literally coming up with sentences that I was going to say before they, before I spoke them. Um, and I never really realized that was unhealthy. I thought it was just a me thing. I didn't know if it was a th- I didn't know anything about the Enneagram. And I didn't really relate it to my childhood until recently. But and then the other part was I learned that... If I wanted to wow my audience, which was my family at the time, I needed to tell either like a sob story to get their emotions, or I needed to tell an amazing story about my whatever achievement for the day, um, something crazy that I saw to to get them to notice me. Um, And then also with grades, I got a lot of you know I was able to get, and it was more so my parents. I was trying to get my parents, not as much my siblings. Um, definitely I wanted my parents' attention. And so with my dad, I feel like I got it through good grades, putting on a pretty dress and parading around the house. And um, with my mom, she was a housewife and cleanliness and organization. So I, I would help her in the kitchen all the time and I would make meals and then I would run up and organize my whole closet and say mom and grab her by the arm and that was the only time I could physically take her away from her task at hand was to show her how I was helping her around the house so I definitely I have a very strong two wing I don't know what your wing is but um, yeah, what's your yeah, wing?
1: I'm a two also two, yeah yeah
2: so I think but I, through all of that I definitely learned I, I thought that was joy or that was was to do these things that make other people around me happy and never gave one thought to how that affects me and what I feel at the end of the day so, wow. Yeah,
1: and I think that can go to that taking advantage of threes. And the weird thing about it is being a three, if you're taking advantage of, you almost don't even realize it. Because if you're a three wing two, like like we are, you get something out of that.
2: Yeah, I get something out of serving too. Absolutely. So it's a win-win. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: it's like you're performing, you're achieving, you're then serving. I'm and then at the oh, end of the, the day, you're like depleted. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, why am I not filled right now? I just did a bunch of things that I feel are fulfilling. But, but why do I I'm feel empty? Filled. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: hey friends just taking a short break from this conversation to give a shout out to our amazing partner grove collaborative healthy plant-based non-toxic cleaning products do work and they do good work and are actually more enjoyable to use but where do you start and who do you trust that's where grove collaborative comes in grove is an online marketplace that delivers healthy home beauty and personal care products directly to you Grove Collaborative takes the guesswork out of going green. So browse the site for thousands of home, beauty, and personal care products, all guaranteed to be good for you, your family your home, and the planet. I use my Grove products at home, including my newly renovated laundry room. Y'all, the Grove laundry detergent is seriously the best. And we use them at the office too. I love the natural fragrances that don't give me a headache. And I especially enjoy using the concentrates and reusable glass dispensers that mean we're putting significantly less single-use plastic waste out into the world. And you know that matters to me. With Grove, you don't have to shop multiple stores or search endlessly online to get all the natural goods you need for your family and yourself. Join over 2 million households who've trusted Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. Plus, shipping is fast and free on your first order. Making the switch to natural products has never been easier. So for a limited time, when my friends go to grove.co slash sounds fun, you'll get to choose a free gift with your first order of $30 or more, but you have to use our special code. So go to grove.co slash sounds fun to get your exclusive offer. That's G-R-O-V-E dot C-O slash sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Emma and Justin. one of the things Suzanne said is she said, y'all measure yourselves by what you do, but we also measure you by what you do. So it sounds like a really challenging cycle to get out of. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And again, like that's not a bad thing to accomplish things, right? Like it's it's a good thing, but to measure yourself by that is a slippery slope. Mm. And as a three, if you're not careful, then you can fill up your tasks with a whole bunch of Things that may or may not be priorities or even urgent. But, you know, again, like being on the phone with somebody's like, oh, you know what? I can actually multitask right now. Like mm-hmm. functionally, I can do multiple things. Why wouldn't I do it? Oh, of course, that's a great idea. Yeah, I should do it. And then you do it, and then relationships suffer, like other things suffer. So you have to be really clear on your priorities. And be really intentional about prioritizing those things that are important. Because as a three, you can get stuff done, and it might not be a priority. It Mm -hmm. might not be urgent. It might not be necessary. But you do it because you can check it off the Mm -hmm. list.
0: I know this about Emma. I think I know this about you. Multitaskers in general, right? Mm -hmm. Able to multitask. Why do you choose to multitask?
1: Like, I listen to podcasts at at least 1.5 times speed. Yep. Right? Right? usually two.
0: You can't really do us at two because I, I laugh like a, um, and I sound like a dolphin. <laughs> and so you have to leave it about, oh, 1. Right, 1. 1.5 oh, is the last oh, spot I feel I sound normal. I'm going to do that now just to hear yeah, you. Yeah, it's I, very
1: I, dolphiny. It's <laughs> It's wonderful, but because you can multitask, it's like, oh, I could, okay, have an hour. I can listen to an hour-long podcast or I can listen to two yeah. At two times speed, yeah. so it's like let me just go ahead and do that, and then you do it, and then you. So and you're
0: also working out or folding laundry, or absolutely, you're yeah.
1: multitasking, right? Yeah. You're like you've got different things going on, mm-hmm. and like I said, it feels good to be productive. It feels good yeah. to to do stuff. It feels yeah. good to check something off the list. It feels good to turn around at the end of the day and mm-hmm. say, "Look at what I've done."
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do you multitask, Emma?
2: I think the same. I. Th- there's not enough hours in the day to do all that I want to do. So if I can double dip and do multiple things at once, I enjoy that feeling of being productive. um, And I want to have something to show for it. So Eli, my husband is a three as well.
0: And I remember that wild.
2: I know when they started dating, she was like, he's a three too. I was like, what? (laughs) And I remember when we first started dating, I thought this is like, I think I'm dating the Male version of me. Uh-huh. But then the deeper into into dating we got, and then when we got married, I realized the expressions are very different. So he's he's like achievement and success in his head. So mm-hmm. meaning smart, or always studying, always learning. Um, very much like, I mean, I told him he couldn't buy any more books on Amazon because every week there was a new Amazon book, and I said, You have to do the library or something else. His productivity is studying and learning so he can grow and probably get other people's approval by showing them how much he knows. Yeah. For me, it's very much geared towards like physical things, how I can change my environment and productivity that way. So his Saturday looks like sitting and reading, which is not in my head sometimes I'm like he's being lazy right now. This is not <laughs> but really he he has a lot more to show for it at the end of the day if you were to sit down and listen to him talk versus me talk. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I might uh you might come out thinking, "Oh, she's sweeter, but he knows a lot more." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm learning as I'm married to him that there's a lot of value in things that are kind of abstract, too, or not that I can't physically see or
0: just that development of myself as a human. Yeah. I think it's interesting to talk about things like multitasking because a lot of numbers would say we multitask, right? But everybody does it for different reasons. It's the motivation thing, Justin. So as a seven, I multitask because I want to be done. And so if I can if I can get closer to free time by doing three things at once, then I'm going to do my very best to get them done because then I'm free, mm. right? And y'all are doing it because it feels good to do that many things at one time. You're like, Pat on the back, I'm doing three things at once. And I'm like, Pat on the back, I just finished three things. Yeah. <laughs> I am done. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, nothing feels worse than when you feel what? I think the thing that people don't
2: know about threes is we are very sensitive and we want to... I would say about myself, I'm a really kind person, and I'm a very soft-hearted, conscientious, sensitive person. But I may come across as super confident, got it together. Whatever you say just, like, flies off me, and it doesn't affect me, but it does. So I think it's when I think that I'm good at something, and then something that I hear, I think it's a strong suit of mine or a talent of mine, and then someone says something, and I doubt everything about, Uh I'm like, oh, I'm actually not good at that. And what does that mean about me? Because I got my worth from that. Um, so, yeah, so like I, if
0: we didn't like your cake or if someone, if you overheard someone saying, I've had a lot of better banana cakes than this, which yeah. is worse to overhear or for someone well, to go, Emma, that wasn't very good. I, it was very good, but I'm just doing an example. Think
2: I think I fear constantly what people are saying about me when I'm not there. Like mm. they say to my face, Emma, you're so sweet. You're great at details. You're X, Y, and Z. And then if I hear someone through something, you know, else, or I'm just, I'm like, are they saying? And then I, I, I even though we're friends and I can trust that Annie thinks that I'm, she would tell me to my face if I wasn't these things. She would. But I still doubt at the end of the day, like, what if she's, uh, Suzanne said a small mistake is a big issue and yeah. for, it feels like a gigantic issue and for me it does one small mistake starts to unravel in my head and go back to I'm not actually good or confident or whatever I, at what I thought I was and then I doubt everything unravels from there my whole identity because it's
0: based All of on you like a pi- I picture you like a pile of string like yeah. you go from being Emma to just a pile of <laughs> string
1: well because the thing is threes care uh, like some people don't think that threes we really care, care, right? Some people think, Oh, pfft, yeah. I can say whatever I want to, to a three because they got it all together. They're super confident. Like, you know, whatever, they're just like Teflon, right? Whatever you say, just rolls off them. But threes care. Like threes are trying to do a good job. Like they want to do a good job. They want your approval. They want you to enjoy that thing that you did for them, you know, like, so for people to not understand that is, um, Super important. So I think that's a great point, Emma. I'd say for me, nothing is worse to me than when I feel unmotivated.
0: Really? Or when like you can't figure out what what movie? It.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When it's like, like I think emotion is such a beautiful thing. I think emotion is like what colors our world. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's just emotion is beautiful and wonderful. And I love to encourage people. I love to motivate people. Um, you know, she talked about. Threes being the best cheerleader.
0: Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And like
1: threes feel successful when, you know, the person who they're working with is successful. Mm -hmm. And like I connect with that. So when I don't feel motivated and I don't feel capable enough or, or confident enough to, you know, go forward and motivate somebody else and do the thing that I love to do, that's like the worst. Wow.
0: So that makes me wonder when I when I think about someone not finding motivation or having a season where they can't find a lot of times that can wrap up with depression. So is depression a thing? Do you know threes who've struggled with depression? Is that cuz if that's the worst feeling, that's so tightly tied with that mental illness and with that struggle of depression.
1: Yeah, I think for me self-talk is really important. And I've got to check what I'm saying to myself to make sure that it's positive to make sure that it's motivated. Like, I motivate myself so much. Like, my uh, my internal talk track is like, mm-hmm. yeah, you got it. You, you are it
0: your right. own, like, hype reel. Oh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> wow. And, like, when I'm out, like, I love to exercise. And, you know, I got a group of guys who we exercise and we push each other. We motivate. We compete. Like, we just you like, do CrossFit stuff. I she loves CrossFit mm-hmm. stuff. I don't do CrossFit. Oh, it's like CrossFit type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Y'all
0: like
2: it's when hit. people yell at yeah, you. Yeah, it's hit. It's, okay. it's like. It's
1: hit. <laughs> get it, right. And, but I love that, right? Like that motivates me. And yeah. the whole time I'm encouraging myself. Okay, you got this. Just come on, keep going, uh, keep going, come on. You can go fast. You got and it, And it's
2: a it. competition because you're with, you're working out with your friends. Oh and yeah. So,
1: and you know what? Like, you're not going to be shown up. Right. Like the people who I love the most, I want to crush. Right. right? Like, <laughs> like, I have a good friend of mine we're so similar. It's like, okay, we're partners. And as we're partners, I'm trying to beat him. Right. Yeah, I'm right. trying to like destroy him and right. everybody else. Right. And it comes out as we ended up winning. You know what I mean? Like, it's a great yeah. thing, but at the same time, you know, that motivation to compete, even within the team, but for the greater... good. It's... Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Is that why you... I need y'all to know I did a hit workout yesterday, and the woman yelled something like, be more than you were 10 minutes ago. And I was like, stop. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm doing what you say, but don't do that. But y'all live for that stuff. Now, sometimes it's
2: cheesy, you know. But. Yeah.
1: But one, one of the things that she said was... Um, threes are nuanced in their communication. And you know what? That is super important. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's important what you say because, you know, again, like threes care. It's important what you say to people. And I try to be really conscious about the words that I use when I'm talking to people. And uh, so, you know, I talked about being a pastor. I've also been a personal trainer for like the last whatever, three and a half, four years. And be a counselor and you'll get all three, spirit, <laughs> spirit, soul, so body. I mean, hey, I'll tell you, it's not that far off. <laughs> yeah,
0: Justin is a one-stop <laughs> shop.
1: <laughs> but one thing I love about being a personal trainer, I, would, I t- taught a, um, a boxing group fitness class mm-hmm. and I'd be motivating people, I'd be encouraging people and I would specifically not say stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would say things that I want people to be surprised by how well they did at the end. But somehow throughout the whole thing, not be overwhelmed by the goal, right? Like like to be able to turn around at the end and be like, wow, I did that, Mm -hmm. but not at the beginning seem like things were so insurmountable that it was unmotivating. Yeah. So I think that's a, you have to be really intentional. It takes a lot of grace to to be able to respond like that. And you don't always get it right. Mm -hmm. And that's one of those things, like a little mistake is like a big mistake because, When you don't get it right, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't intend for it to be like that. So, you know, a lot of apologizing when, you know, that time comes. But for the most part, that's what I'm trying to do, right? I'm trying to avoid those things Mm -hmm. that could make somebody unmotivated, which would make me feel like I'm not successful.
0: Healthy threes are nuanced in conversation. Unhealthy threes are deceptive in conversation.
1: Mm. Yes. Again, I think one of the reasons why scripture is so important is because threes prioritize results, whereas the Lord prioritizes character. Mm. So if you prioritize character as a three, then you're going to get the results that you want to. Instead wow. of prioritizing results, where if you start to prioritize results, you can start compromising relationships, right? You compromise people. You, you use people in a process instead of encouraging people yeah. to do better. Wow.
0: So let's... Think about our stress number and our security number as threes. Just as a reminder to y'all, one is not good and one is not bad. Stress number is not bad. You need them both. They actually both serve us. So as a three, you go towards six in security. So let's listen to Suzanne tell us kind of what that looks like. And then I'd love to hear y'all's responses.
3: In security, threes go to six. Three, six,
0: and nine are very tightly tied, correct?
3: They're on the central triangle of the Enneagram. So none of them can go anywhere else. I think the most important gift that they get there is sixes are the number on the Enneagram that is the most concerned about the common good. And sixes are the number on the Enneagram that don't need to be the star. They don't need to be out front. They don't need credit. You know, three's kind of like for you to tip your hat to what they offered and gave and did. Six is not so much. They want to know kind of what their part is, and they want to do their part. And so what happens when threes move to six is they're content to have a part rather than be leading. And they're content to just do their part and not get over into what other people are bringing to the table or what other people have to offer. So that ends up being... um, a place where they know a different part of themselves and where they can be valued as a person and for an activity or for an achievement instead of just for the achievement. Which, you know, how are you going to be healthy without that?
0: What y'all think about that, Suzanne's thoughts on you being at when you go toward six as a healthy number?
2: It feels like I can breathe. Like that feels really? like a desire that I really strongly have mm-hmm. and, you know, want to grow
0: towards. Does it feel like that when you hear her, it feels like, yeah, I want to walk, I want to keep working toward that.
2: Yeah. And then there's the other achievement part of me that's like, well,
0: what do I get out of
2: that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that I go there more than I get myself credit for mm-hmm. where I, do the behind the scenes work and don't get literally all the time
0: yes hey friends just taking a short break from this conversation with Justin and Emma to give a shout out to our amazing partners Nutrafol Did y'all know that 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair? If you are one of them, just know you're not alone. And there is a solution you can trust that actually delivers results. Thousands of women have taken back control of their hair with Nutrafol. And tons of them rave that the supplement not only transformed their hair, but restored their confidence too. I love hearing that. Nutrafol offers two targeted formulas for women that are clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life like most good things healthier hair growth takes time and you'll begin experiencing thicker stronger faster growing hair in three to six months in a clinical study 86 percent of women reported having hair growth after six months more than 1500 top doctors recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair I love using Nutrafol because I've seen less breakage and shedding, and my hair just feels generally healthier. And as Nutrafol's powerful ingredients bring your body back into balance, you may also notice improvements in your overall well-being, including more restful sleep, less stress, better skin and nails. It's crazy how connected all of those things are. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to nutriful.com and entering the promo code TSF to save $15 off your first month's subscription. That's their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at nutriful.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSF. And now back to finish our conversation with Emma and Justin. The thing with threes, I feel like, is
2: we can't just be satisfied that with that forever. We need the occasional pat on the back or else we're yeah. just totally, we grow, um, yeah, just resentful of the people that are above us or around us if they're not noticing what we've done. Um, and then I think we can tend to play the victim of like, look how much I did. And you're not even doing this one thing. All I need from you is a hug at the end of the day that says, I see that you just cleaned the whole house or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And that that was one of the things that um, I felt like, like the Lord was growing me in. You know, like not like as a three, I love to have a performance evaluation. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you want to talk about how things <laughs> Let's Let, go. Let's
0: talk let's about Let's go, it. Pastor Kevin. You tell know me I mean? how I'm doing.
1: You <laughs> know, and so like that's really hard not to do that in our interpersonal relationships mm-hmm. and be like, hey, look at all this that I've been accomplishing. Like, what are you accomplishing? And wow, I think it's really important to for people who know threes to give them that pat on the back right? To, to give him that. And I think as a three, again, like going back to the Lord and like the Lord working on, on me, knowing that his eyes are on me. Mm. Like the, I can have, I can go to a six and have that security and be part of a team instead of leading the team because I know that the Lord loves me and that his eyes are on me and that he wow. sees what I'm doing. And his approval is the approval that matters the most. And his approval comes because I'm made in his image, mm. right? Because uh, you know, he calls me a son. Like yeah. that is super important. And my my wife uh, has a joke about me, where in school I was super active. I was like class president first year, class president <laughs> second year, president of the college of pharmacy fourth year. Yeah, uh, just like doing all this stuff. And my wife was like, if if somebody's taking a picture and like who wants to be the president of this picture, like I'm just gonna raise my hand. <laughs> Because like, I'm trying to, like, do the most, right? right. And, and, you know, and when I'm healthy, then it's like, I don't need to be in leadership, right? Mm-hmm. She made the point of you can be content with being a part of the process versus leading the process. Yeah. And as, like, being healthy, like, I can just be a part of it. I don't have to lead. I mean, I can if you need me to, right? Yeah. right? But, you know, I can humble myself and just be a great part of the team. Like, if, as a three, if you're not leading – then you can be a, such a valued, awesome member of the team, and just like contribute wonderfully. And we I think get things that's done. Place. We're Absolutely. productive. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. and both of you. I mean, I think it says a lot about how about where you are in your lives as healthy threes, and how you work in your security. I think we're security. finding out
2: through this conversation. Justin is the healthy version.
1: No,
0: and I'm
2: not. <laughs>
1: don't say that. you are doing a great <laughs> job. You are such a good three. <laughs> I'm so good. You I, so
2: good. I mean, back.
0: both of you are living in that sixness in your security number and you do have jobs that are about the common good and you do i mean the tour we're on this month when everyone's hearing this emma i mean you built the whole a thing. lot of work behind the scenes right yeah right. and 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 neither of you insist on being the star and so i think you are living in your in thank you out of your security number often <laughs> but i will also remind us again that the stress number isn't bad you need it it's how we take care of ourselves and y'all go to nine when you go towards your stress number let's listen again to suzanne describe that and and hear your thoughts on that
3: It looks like they're at home. If they like movies, they're watching a movie. If they like to read, they're reading. If they like to uh, garden, they're gardening. A disconnect. It looks like a disconnect from all the stuff. It's like I'm going to go lay on the sofa with my remote. The problem is that while they're doing that, Things that are theirs to do are not getting done. And if they get up to get active, they often do things that don't need to be done in the moment, like nines do. And I think the reality is that without going to nine, threes don't stop. Their stress number is, there, is what helps them take care of their self. That keeps proving true. Every time, every time. Wow. They just don't okay. stop without it. And you have to stop. You know, all the great spiritual masters have been telling us to shut up and stop for centuries, and we still don't have it. I think the problem for threes and sevens and eights, the aggressive numbers, when they stop, is that they are aware of some things that have happened around them. That they didn't understand when they happened, so they just kind of kept walking. They just kept moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. And sometimes stopping for those three numbers means you got to clean up some stuff. you got to circle back and say, I'm sorry I was in such a hurry when I was with you. I was trying to do this, but this isn't more important than you are. If you wake up on go, then you have to learn to stop. You don't just decide to kick back one afternoon.
0: going to nine threes don't stop. Wow. I hadn't ever
2: heard it put like that. I just was thinking of the nine as the negative part of me. Yeah. But that 100% identifies. I had an example that came to my mind. So after college, went through a really bad breakup and it totally came out of left field. Everything was going great. I mean, this was totally took me off guard. Well, the night that it happened, the next day, I was supposed to bring—the theme with cakes here is ridiculous. (laughs) I was supposed to bring a carrot cake to my friend's bridal shower. Your carrot cake recipe
0: is no joke. It
2: isn't. Yeah, so she uh, had a bridal shower the next morning at, like, 10 a.m., a bridal brunch. I was supposed to bring a layer cake, and I got home from that breakup. I mean, I was absolutely devastated. But, like, there was this, like, my heart was beating out of my chest, and I was like, I can't let her down. I have Mm. to take this cake. So, I mean, literally bawling, crying, making a cake. There was probably tears in that carrot cake, (laughs) but I was determined. The three in me was like, I'm not going to stop for this stupid situation. You know, like I was was turned off my feelings and I just did it. And I went to the party next day and brought the cake and then went home and cried myself to sleep for weeks. You know, it was like, I still did it. I didn't want to, I mean, I guess in some ways, you can see the loyalist part of me wanting to fulfill what I told her I was going to do. But that's also the achiever part of me. But on the other hand, like I needed to take care of myself in that moment. And I, there was some internal engine that I couldn't shut off that I had to make that cake
1: for her. What
0: do you think, Justin?
1: I think that's a great way to frame it. I I, I never thought about that either. But I mean, one of the things that I love about myself is I wake up and I'm ready to
0: go. Mm-hmm. So me too. I like, love that about myself too. Go. Let's go. Yeah,
1: and like me and my wife are are different in that. In that, she is an evening person. She is not a morning person. What
0: number does she identify as? I think nine. A nine. Yeah.
1: Like, so she thought she was a six, but I think she may be a nine. Mm-hmm. And um, so her, our paces are very different. Mm-hmm. So you know that that idea of a nine being disconnected, for me disconnection is like, like leaving part of my identity, you know, wow. like the disconnection or 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 not having that motivation. Like, So I wake up in the morning, I'm ready to go. My wife is like, you need to relax, right? Like,
0: <laughs>
2: right. you need to slow down.
1: It is not, you know, so. Um, How early do you wake up? Five.
0: Yeah. What about you, Emma? I'm not a super early morning okay. riser,
2: okay. but I do get a lot of stuff done that last few hours of the night. <laughs> I, I'll stay up late to do it too. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So f- for me to disconnect and Um, Like, just take that time to just breathe Mm -hmm. and just relax. Mm -hmm. You have to give myself permission to do that because you do need to recharge. Mm -hmm. But, again, like, having that as a badge of honor, like Mm -hmm. one to get up and just grab the bull by the horns and get into everything. Like, I love that.
2: And it's funny. I'm similar to you, Annie, where I say that I'm doing all – I want to get all those things done so that I can rest, and that is the ultimate goal I'm thinking in my head I'm working towards. But then when I finally sit down, I mean, Eli Eli will joke because – I'll sit down for 20 minutes and then I'll be like so antsy to do something again and I'll feel lazy and I'll start to like if I'm at home for a weekend by myself and I didn't have a full weekend worth of it, even if I wasn't seeing people doing yeah. a lot of things yeah. errands and things like that I really start to doubt what my purpose is what my goal is what I'm working towards wow. am I you know it, it's kind of crazy
1: <laughs> yeah and like even on vacation <laughs> yes. like on vacation, vacation it's is like hard. okay I've got to not do anything. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just going to go on vacation and not do anything. Because I take time, I sit there and I'm like, man, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. Like you're just like going through this list of things that you could do. Do
2: you plan itineraries for no. vacations? Okay, no, I, so you're not that far.
1: No, I don't, and I think that's important. Like if I planned an itinerary, I'd be like, okay, come on, let's yeah. get this thing going.
0: That's literally Emma's job on her family <laughs> vacations. The second to youngest child and for the she's big in family charge, reunion yes.
2: vacations. Yes, I do that. But she plans
0: the games and the not meals just and the... for a trip to the beach with Eli. <laughs>
1: And I'm sure it's great, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like, like, But I'm
0: glad to hear that your family, like you and your wife and you and Eli, do that, that right. you don't have itineraries for that.
1: Right. And that's a good thing because I'm usually pushing the pace, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, okay, come on. Let's go. Keeping everybody on time. Keeping mm-hmm. everybody on step. Like, keeping, you know, keeping the pace going. Making sure we're getting to places when we need to. All that kind of stuff. But on vacation, that's not a great thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's okay if you're not. Yeah at the restaurant at a particular time to be there and make sure you get good seats and, you know, don't have to wait. Like it's okay. You could just relax. So like giving myself permission, to just like take the foot off the gas pedal.
2: Yeah. Vacations are sometimes a double-edged sword for me because you go into it thinking you need all this rest and you just want to relax. But actually I don't know if threes have a tendency towards like overindulging or if that's not our number or not, but if there's three or four, let's say I was working out every single day leading up to vacation and then vacation for seven days straight, I didn't do anything. I'm like, I just derailed all my progress i had been working on. Also, you physically don't feel like I I need to remember at the end of the day, I work out because it makes me feel better. Like I just feel and I'm more clear headed. And there's so many other benefits than just the changes in my physical appearance. And so actually, this Christmas was the first time, you know, we have this big itinerary, but this Christmas was the first time me and two of my cousins and a sibling who all are now into CrossFit together, we found a drop in CrossFit location in Florida that we went to and... Three mornings we got up and we went and we all texted that later that week. We were like, our family gave us, you know, made fun of us because they thought, oh, you still have to work out on vacation. But y'all don't know what it did for me Mm -hmm. the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. I was like, I got that checked off. I did something that was productive and healthy for my body. And now I feel like I can really enjoy. And so Mm -hmm. honestly, it was, it wasn't the negative, a negative thing. It was like, I need to do one thing or something, you know, whether it's sit and do a five or 10 minute devotion on, the morning of, you know, each morning on vacation or get a workout in or a walk, just something that makes me, that helps me get filled so that I can be fully present with everybody else the rest of the time.
1: Yeah. And I feel like I have a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. It's like, I got to, like, my energy is going to go somewhere towards something. (laughs) Right. Like, (laughs) the best thing to do is for me to just exhaust myself. Mm. And I can now I can relax. I think that's it. Yeah. Instead of like having all this Pint know, up. Pint up. Yeah. Right. Like ready to go. It's like, where is this going? And so when me and my family get together and um, we'll get together around Thanksgiving time and like we play board games and stuff like, and me and my brothers, were all threes.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Oh. It is
3: fantastic. That's
1: awesome. Oh yeah, it's so good. Like we get we were playing like apples to apples to apples, and it was just, it got out of control. Okay. <laughs> but like we're all competitive, we're all trying to win. We got all this energy. We're super enthusiastic, super passionate about things. And it is a time. Yeah. But yeah, definitely got to do something with all this energy.
0: That resonates a lot with me because I haven't thought about, as Suzanne said, the threes, the sevens, and eights, we're the more aggressive types. And I do sleep so much better if I exercise because I've gotten... It isn't just pent up in my body. Right? Yeah, that's fascinating. You're personal training us as we're sitting here, Justin. (laughs) Um, Okay, so for those of us who are threes, well, no, it's actually for people who love threes. For the people who love threes, what do we do? What do you need? I think I want to...
2: Be needed, but not need. Be needed by other people, but not have needs of my own. So I don't know how to. That sounds terrible, Emma. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I but think, that's what you want. I mean, ultimately, I if I were to say the moments that I felt the most free and to be myself, it's when it's honestly marriage has shown me a lot because even in my family, sometimes I'm still performing. But with Eli, he's the only one that ha- sees like my super silly side. Like my, I have a tendency to, I don't know. I'd never want my silliness to come across as I'm not smart. I'm not smart. And I have some like hurt in my past from an ex-boyfriend or, you know, like these certain situations where I, it was implied that I wasn't smart. And I know I am. <laughs> so I think... When I can be that silly and free with Eli, and I know that he still really values my opinion on things, he thinks I have a lot um, to bring to the table on a number of different topics. It really feels like so freeing to be fully myself, don't care how I look or at what I'm saying, or but to still be loved for that. So,
1: yeah, I think a great way to love a three is to encourage them. Man, if you can make a three feel confident enough to be themselves and also like still get it in because you know a three you got to get ready you know whatever we're doing we got to get ready for it um whether that looks like, like physically getting ready and you know dressing the part or like mentally getting ready and like getting in the zone and getting ready to go if you can motivate a three to just be themselves and like hey you know what you don't even have to get ready because whatever you do I know it's going to be awesome. Listen, if somebody told me that, yeah. like hey, you know what? It doesn't even matter what you do to get ready because I know whatever you do is going to be great. It's like, "Oh."
0: Yeah. <laughs> we are.
2: <really? on. laughs>
1: Little do you know, I'm going to kick down this door with yeah. both feet, yeah. right? Because
2: yeah. you set the bar really low. So exactly. I can definitely yeah,
1: yeah, I can exceed your expectations? Mm-hmm. I can do that for you? Let's go. Right? It's yeah. the most freeing thing right. because like I said the Again, it goes back to that three being able to be taken advantage of. Like a three wants to do something for you, three yeah. wants to perform, a three wants to to help. So yeah, if you create that environment. And as someone who loves a three, if you love if you're, you know, if you're in a relationship with a three, like you don't have to, you don't have to parent them. Mm. You don't have to you know, some people are motivated by the carrot, and some people are motivated by the stick. Like a three is motivated by the carrot. Like show them the carrot. Like don't whip them with the stick to try to get them. Yeah, it to go.
2: micromanaging is. Yeah, that's cool. that's no point. Bueno. We it. don't we're yeah. not
1: doing that around Hate here. It. Right? <laughs> yeah, like so uh, I think that like creating the space for the three to just like be themselves yes. and run mm-hmm. like let the three run. Three wants to run. They're gonna try to run as fast as they can. So yeah. just give them a room to run. Mm-hmm.
0: Man, it just sounds like what y'all need, and you're representing threes for us this year. Um, really well, by the way. You are doing a beautiful job. Um, Thank you. If your people will just let you be you, if they'll just let you be you, mm-hmm. that that's where you thrive the most.
1: Yeah, and I think Suzanne spoke to it that um, threes can change in any mm-hmm. situation, right? Like they're like the chameleon. They adjust to whatever situation they get in. So if you let a three be themselves and give them the opportunity to discern what you actually really want... Mm-hmm. They're going to pick up on it Mm. and they'll do the thing that you're hoping that they do anyway.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Tell me what we didn't say about threes that you want people to know.
2: Yeah. I think just giving us the freedom to be ourselves. Um, Something that threes struggle a lot with that we haven't talked about a ton yet is that who am I? What's my purpose? Like we have a deep need to make some sort, like, I want to leave a lasting mark on the world. You know, I want Mm -hmm. to be unique and special and to bring something to the table that no one else does. And, you know, in um, The Incredibles that, where he's like, just, mom, when you say that I'm special or that everybody's special, it's another way of saying nobody is. It's like, (laughs) if you tell me I'm unique and special, I'm like, well, doesn't, isn't everybody, you know, so I want, I really want to be unique and bring something to the table and have that, like, I just, I, yeah, I have a strong, like, m- deep core motivation to do something amazing that is really, like, kind of seen. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that I'm the one on the platform, or maybe it does, I don't know, but just, like, something that makes, a, that people remember me by and to leave a lasting impact. And that question kind of plagues me of like, what is that? Mm. It makes it be this like ultimate carrot that I'm never achieving is like this big thing. It's like this abstract thing that I don't know. Do I have this hidden talent that I never knew of? And I'm going to discover it when I'm 40. You know, it's, it's like this desire. But I like wow. how
0: she's talking about 40 like it's so far. When, 40, when I'm 40,
2: like, I can't. No, I'm what's saying, it going to be like? You have a long way ahead of
0: you to, to use you that gold You better mean that, Emma Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Yarborough, sorry.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Emma, I will tell you, anybody who is changed by this tour, this That Sounds Fun tour, that all goes in your bucket. You built the whole thing. I just get to do it. So that all goes in your bucket. Yeah, that
1: feels really good.
0: Okay, Justin, anything we didn't say?
1: Um, I don't know that it's anything that we didn't say about threes, but maybe an encouragement for threes. I think Again, I just think scripture is so important because God has something for everybody. And for threes, it puts things in perspective. Um, Again, threes wanting to motivate, wanting to be like outcome oriented, you know, in, in Deuteronomy. Moses lays out all the blessings that come from obeying God's commands. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, three, you want, the, you want the blessings? Obey the commands. Mm-hmm. Whereas the three would shortcut, you know, to prioritize mm-hmm. outcome. Um, you know, having the focus on the commands, to obey the commands and then resting in, in that. I think that's super important. I think, again, prioritizing character over outcomes, making sure that like, your character is right because the three would could have the tendency to shortcut on character in order to get results. Um humility, you know, leadership versus control. Ooh. You know, like, yeah, do like is it okay to lead versus is it okay to just like have your sphere of what you can control and ultimately what that's going to be is how you interact with people. So mm-hmm. like prioritizing people mm-hmm. over over results. Yeah. Um I just think that scripture and faith are so important to a three because that's where everything can be framed up correctly so, so that you can be healthy
2: this is something Eli says to me a lot but I think for threes it's really good to remember he'll he'll say almost weekly he'll say remember you're not a human doing you're a human being Wow and that like is simple and kind of silly but also it really resonates with me and it's something I have to remind myself and then also you know with our relationship with God I think, You've talked a lot about Scripture, but I think with prayer, praying, especially praying out loud, has always been hard for me because it, because of my words are so calculated, and I'm a pastor's daughter. I grew up in the church, so I should have all the eloquence and, you know, whatever, the, the language. But I remember, you know, when Eli and I started, like, praying together as we got married and engaged in all of that stuff, I remember— he, you know, that's a, if you're close to a person, that's an even deeper level of being close is to hear how I talk to God. And I, I remember um, one time, even after like small group where we were in a group setting, Eli was like, like, God does not judge you based on the delivery of your prayer. You know, like he sees your heart. And, but I'm like, well, but the people around me at small group do, and they're hearing what I'm saying. But I think just that is a hard thing for us as being so, just being ourselves with God and not thinking that God measures us on this stick that measuring stick that everybody else we feel like measures us on. Yeah. Just being able to slowly over time, like trusting the Lord, like you trust a friend and like taking off that, Mm. that like layer by layer and being silly with God and being, you know, like I, I will now when Eli and I pray together before bed, we'll just say a short prayer before we turn off the light. And it's like, it's Sometimes it's like, and thank you for Riggins. I yeah. love him. He's <laughs> such a sweet pup, you know? And it's like, I that's the silly part that I want to be more free in because that's a deep part of me and um, taking off the veil with God and then with people who are really close in your life. That's so freeing,
0: so— so I think we'll just start a three podcast called Three I City. <laughs> and y'all it. are just host it. It's Absolutely. the new podcast on the network. We've got to. Sign me y'all up. are great. Yeah, let's at this. do it. Justin um, will
2: be the healthy version. I'll be the Stop it. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I'm just not. kidding, guys.
0: I'm confident that um that what?
2: That, I, <laughs> that I'm growing and that I, I am healthy, I think. Yes. I, well, I went to counseling for a whole year last year, and I learned a lot from it. That's something mm-hmm. I didn't really go go into, but that's something that taking off the veil and removing it a little bit to open up to someone who's a professional and then also mm-hmm. opening up to friends. But that's something that taught me a ton about myself, yeah. and I don't regret it at all. So.
0: so because the show is called That Sounds Fun, let's finish with this. Tell me what sounds fun to you.
2: I love to be on the lake, like, in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, So lake season is coming up, and I would love to go out with friends on a boat, take our dog, and just be out in the sun all day. (laughs) I know, Riggins' first summer. That's a hashtag, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Justin?
1: For me, it's just, like, hanging out with my wife.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, when we met, we were inseparable in college. We hung out so much. We spent so much time around each other. And like when I get free time, like we just go grab coffee, we go hang out, we go do whatever, like just doing something together with my wife, whatever it is, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. That's
0: awesome. Well, thank you all both for doing this, really. what? Thank you. Absolutely. This what, thanks for asking What a beautiful awesome. help for threes and for those of us who love threes. Oh, you guys, don't you love them? Listen, if you've been a part of Summer with us, you've seen my growth and my progression with Enneagram 3s. I am more in love with them than I've ever been before. They are so helpful and so needed, and I'm so thankful for the 3s that are in my life. Be sure to follow along through the rest of Summer 2021 as you get to hear about all nine types. We're about halfway there. You can go back and listen to 8s, 9s, 1s, 2s, and now the 3s, halfway. If you are a 3... Be sure to share the show with your friends and loved ones so it can help us understand and love you better. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And for this weekend and next weekend, you can find me out on tour. Grab those tickets at AnnieFDowns.com slash events if you haven't already. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same today i am in waco so what sounds fun to me i gotta see those silos so i'm gonna head over to those silos at some point today have a great weekend friends and we'll see you out at our tour stops this weekend and then back here on monday with our india summer 2021 fours y'all have a great weekend